Alicious, welcome back to episode, well, to American POV episode number nine with James and Gary. And mm. today is the power hour. Yes. We're having our own quiet conference. Oh, yes. And we're doing it the eco friendly way through Discord. Oh, yes. So, all you fuckers at the, what was it, the COP26 summit? Yeah, suck a big old uh, nuclear rod because you're a waste of space and you burned all that fossil fuel which you claim is evil. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the uranium rod. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You fucking... Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to start off. So, everyone's complaining about fossil fuels even though some of the... One of the biggest countries that is that fucking pollutes is wasn't even there and just laughed at everyone. And that's China. So, and progressively over the years, within the last 30 years, they have skyrocketed with the amount of uh, fossil CO2 emissions. So, in 1990, it was... Oh yeah, metric tons. Okay, so, China in 1990... Was two point three thousand thousand metric tons versus you know United States being five thousand metric tons, and it just keeps going up. Like it went up to six thousand versus you know we're the United States was almost at six thousand, and China had us by like four thousand metric tons more than us, and then it just doubled in 2017 to 10,800 metric tons of emissions versus the United States which actually dropped down to 5,100 metric tons. So mm. we actually dropped down between 2005 and 2017 and China is still 29% of the world's emissions. 29%. In so... so and that's every yeah, country. They, that's from every other country, too. Yeah. Yeah, so it's mostly coal, basically. Yeah, it's it's everything yeah. that's... It's fossil fuel, so it goes from oil to it's coal. China, yep. Oil, coal, petroleum in and of itself. Um, they said biomass, which is... Uh, I know it's a big problem in India, because you have a lot of rural um, people living... I guess below the poverty line, right around the poverty line, where they have no choice but to, like, burn things like wood and trash and whatever they can find. Mm -hmm. And when you're a country of, like, a billion people, uh, that kind of creates a bigger problem than it would be. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I find it pretty hard that we skyrocketed any further. We can't get any bigger than China right now. And and if it came out right now, since the world's shut down and we're we're shutting down all of our coal plants and fucking uh, pipelines and fracking, we're stopping all this stuff over here. And China's oh, yeah. building so many fucking plants. Stop polluting the environment with your carbon dioxide. Your carbon dioxide. Your carbon dioxide. I keep a tree next to my my mic, so when I speak, it eats all my carbon dioxide. Well, aren't you a tree hugging phony? He is a phony. That tree is made of metal. Uh, there's That's my ride. Not really a tree at all. <laughs> In reality, it's a ficus. <laughs> what? Ficus. A ficus. Out of all the what? plants. He says, oh, I guess. All right, Gilbert Godfrey. Um, okay, so yeah, so they shut down the Keystone cell like earlier this year, and they're trying to shut down one. I think it. What is it? Is it in Pennsylvania or is it in like Michigan or something? It actually goes into Canada, and once again, Canada kind of had to step in and say, "Okay, we need to like invoke a treaty here." Don't don't shut this down, please. Yeah, like, like you're you're pissing off Canada here in this instance because you're basically what this is doing is 
So now you don't have oil. So now you don't have your oil pipeline. So now you're shipping more of it from overseas. So now you're putting more uh, of your your energy into, or you're more into your more of your faith. You're depending more on OPEC, which is not a good idea, as we've seen many times. Yep. Over the past forty some years. Um, and also you're you're creating more pollution by shipping it overseas. So the ships expel fuel, expel carbon dioxide in the air doing that. And they may not, you're also dealing with spills. I mean, spills happen a lot. We don't hear about it all the time, but massive spills still happen. So you can avoid all of that by just having the pipeline here, you Mm -hmm. know? So for anyone who doesn't know who OPEC is, it's the Organization, Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries. So... It's um, It was founded in Baghdad, Iraq, with the signing of an agreement in September 1960 by five countries, namely Islamic uh, Republic of Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and Venezuela. So that's where we get all of our oil, which powers most of our vehicles, and a lot of fucking... Do we still use oil for heat? A lot of people use natural gas for for some heating. I don't think right. You still use boilers, right? I I know some like bigger buildings need that for heat. Yeah. There's there's so much shit you you make out of petroleum. There's so many ways. There there really is so many things used from. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we also get a lot of um, oil from Canada, believe it or not. Holy shit. Did you know that? We get oh oil God. from Canada? Dude. Yeah, we get it. They have um, tar sands in, like, their, in their mountains. It's oil packed into the mountains. So it's kind of also an issue there, too, because in order to get it, you have to blow apart these mountains, which... It doesn't make the environmentalists very happy, and I can understand why. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there's 6,000 items that are made from petroleum. Oh, yeah, even, like, the clothes you wear is made from petroleum. I, I'm not sure about that. Rattle off you know, all 6,000 things now! Oh, shit, slacks are one of them. Slacks, you know, the Upholstery, shit floor wax, sweaters, boats... Golf bags, dashboards, god damn, skis. Your car that runs on petroleum is made of petroleum. It is completely petroleum. Antifreeze. Oh, I figured that. Aspirin. <laughs> house paint. Fishing rods, fertilizer, oil filter. They make oil from oil filters. They make oil filters from oil. Welcome to hell, son. <laughs> Drinking cups, hair curlers, movie film. God damn. I, I guess so. Yeah. I guess maybe they, the old. Maybe I mean, I imagine that. it's mostly digital at this point. Right? Oh, yeah, digital. But film, when it was just being made, was flammable. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why we have, like, most. And we, we decided to put it in, like, really hot buildings in Los Angeles, and then that's why we lost, like, 90-some percent of our silent films from, like, 100 years ago is because some idiot put them in a fucking big warehouse and said, ah, I'm sure they'll be fine. And then, you know, Yep. Gone forever. Film <laughs> history. Mm-hmm. Uh, although sometimes, every now and then, they find, like, an extra copy of a movie in some house and attic in Venezuela, which is always a, a fun thing, but most of them are gone forever, so. Yay. Yeah. Including, I believe, there was a, uh, I don't know if it was like a werewolf movie by Lon Chaney or something like that. You mean the wolf? We have have something, I think, that he did that we have screenshots of, but not the movie itself. Kind of a shame. A little bit of film history thrown into your climate discussion. Oh, yeah, I believe that. So, um, 
So that, yeah, go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? I was gonna talk about the the C. Was it the the COP thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Continue going. Yeah, you go ahead. So, of course, China and India kind of just barely, I think, dipped their feet in, into this. The uh, so 200 countries agreed on a deal to try to prevent the worst consequences. Blah blah blah. It's not legally binding, so it's more of just a handshake. Yeah, we're gonna do something about it. And yeah. Then, meanwhile, they have their fingers crossed behind their back. Yeah. Um, so, you know, China and India basically, uh, they, they kind of intervened at the last second, um, <clears throat> kind of just saying, yes, we'll do, do something, but not a full on. I mean, even if they commit, it's not like they have to follow this. Who's going to force them to follow it? Definitely Nobody not, is. That's not America. They have to, they have to want to do it. Um, yeah. That's the idea. The only way that they're going to say, "All right, we got to do something about this," is if, like, they their their leaders say, "Okay, here's a plan we lay out that we're going." And I think India might be more likely of the two to do it. But yeah, India that, most likely. I, I think they have. I think India might be more willing to do it, but China is more capable of doing it because I think they're just they have more resources in that sense. Yeah, China doesn't um, give a shit. That, that I think, yeah, but neither of them are really in no hurry to do. They both want to grow their economies and grow their countries. I mean, hell, the U.S. back in what the 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 twenties, basically, you know, back in the day, we were we were that country. We were polluting a lot to get to a a level of industrial production. We're there now. We we've surpassed that point. Mm -hmm. But China and India, they're not, they're relatively young countries still. They both came in existence in the 40s and 50s. So they still have that industrial revolution almost that they're, they're still going through. And there's still large amounts of the country that are, you know, rural, especially in India. Yep. And it may take them another 50 years to get to the point where like the U.S. is where we have the technology and stuff and, and, the willingness to want to, because I, I actually had a class about this once, where it's like, where a society reaches a point where they um, are technologically advanced enough and, and well off economically to care about the environment. Like, right now, they can't really afford to. But down the line, like the U.S. is now, yes, now we have the resources to put into that. No, so we course. kind of find ourselves in an awkward moment here. With, with with those two, because you can't just tell them stop your your development right now. You know that's not that's kind of not fair to them in a way, but you kind of have to do something uh, to at least lessen the effects. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, you're right. They have to get to a, a level of of industry that allows them to slowly back off from fossil fuels. And yeah, we're at that point where we have technology and the knowledge to create that and one of those things which no one's really doing anymore because they're afraid of it and that's nuclear power it's, it's I feel like it's not that they're not doing it but it's that they're not they're they're not embracing it as much as they should be yeah they're, they're not and that's because it's everything we do is dangerous Let, let's just get that straight everything we're, we're doing in life is is not without risk and the sooner you learn that, the sooner you're going to realize that you have to take a risk in order to become better as a person, as a country, and as a species. So, if it wasn't for risks, people risking their lives to invent things that other people deemed heresy and, and not right or not natural or, or something like that. Witchcraft. What was that? Oh yeah, witchcraft, yeah. It's... Like, medicine was considered witchcraft. Now look at yeah. it. So, why 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 is it so taboo to, to steer away from or just tread lightly around nuclear energy when the United States of all people should have the, the know-how and the brains to actually create an abundance of nuclear reactors that could probably, you know, we probably only have to create that many. And there's plenty of big open plots of land that you can build these things on 
and it could power the entire country and maybe even Canada and Mexico with it. So, and everyone always reverts back to Fukushima and everyone goes back, oh, Chernobyl, what happened there? And Chernobyl is just a, a poorly flawed reactor design that was operated with inadequately trained personnel. So it was it was during a time where they started to actually tread into nuclear power and say, hey, this this could actually, you know, be a beneficial benef benefit us. And then the Soviet Union decided to go, all right, let's build the cheapest fucking reactor we can ever make with the least educated personnel to run it. And then uh, that resulted in a steam explosion and fires released at least 5% of the radioactive reactor core into the environment with the uh, deposition of radioactive materials in many parts of Europe. Uh, two Chernobyl plant workers died due to the explosion on the night of the accident and a further 28 people died within a few weeks due to radiation sickness. So, uh, as the United Nations Scientific Committee on the Effects of the Atomic Radiation has concluded that apart from the impact attributable to radiation exposure 20 years after the accident. There's no evidence of major public health impact. So, apart from some 5,000 thyroid cancers... And and not only that, but it's... What did you say? No, I was saying not only that, but it's when you talk about safety for the workers. And I found an article that so it, it like compared like let's say it was comparing it, it was using Europe as an example. So if you shrink Europe down to a town of one hundred eighty seven thousand people, mm -hmm. and they 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 compare like each energy source. So if it ran completely on coal, of one hundred eighty seven thousand people, twenty five would die prematurely every year. Oil would be eighteen. Gas. So I guess natural gas. You mean? So that that might be like natural gas or something like that. Would be three. Something like that, yeah. I think it just says gas, but I assume they mean natural gas. So. For nuclear, an average year, nobody would die. Uh, it would take 14 years before a single person would die, and even that might be an, uh, an overestimate. And then you have wind and hydropower and solar, which are also down there in terms of the people who operate it are not likely to die at all. No, of course, yeah. But when it comes to wind turbines, they create about enough energy to run itself. Not to mention, you need petroleum to make the oil to fuel it and lubricate it so it operates efficiently. And even then, it's still a mess when it breaks. So nothing goes without risk or um, consequence. So I would, ra I'm leaning, I lean, I'm completely pure nuclear power because the risks when it's built properly managed properly and taken care of in the right way could benefit the human race until the next millennia until we can further develop something that's even safer i mean it just takes time these things take time and everyone's rushing to build shit and the next technology which is great it's a great thing but rushed things are not complete what were you saying Ann? We have we have a lot of like uh, I think one of the issues with that is that whenever something goes wrong at a nuclear power plant, it is amplified by like tenfold. I mean, the media like focuses on it, and I think again, I think this is is because of Chernobyl. Yep. I think even there were nuclear incidents before that. This is that's the one that like for the rest of time everybody was like, "Oh my god, we don't want that to happen here." Well, and it's Chernobyl at fucking bad. Yeah. And it's it's sort of an example of if you do everything wrong, this is how bad it can get. Yeah. And honestly, you could run if you ran a, a, a you know, a petroleum or, or coal plant this badly, you would have similar disastrous results, I'm sure. Well, of course. Mm -hmm. But what they're less worried about is radiation. Well, of course. But you're also... Well, it's just where, it's where... With all you have zero worry of radiation. 
you're never going to have zero worry of any consequence with any type of fuel source. No, I'm saying that's what is causing them to stay with that more. Until they know that radiation won't be a problem. Okay, so... Alright, there's there's three types of nuclear waste. There's high level, which is 3% of the waste produced by a single nuclear reactor. Uh, seven, uh, the 3% would be spent fuel containing 99, 95% of the radioactivity in the nuclear waste. 7% is intermittent intermediate level waste used filters steel components within the reactor and some effluence from reprocessing containing 4% of the radioactive uh, nuclear waste. of the low... 90% of it is low-level waste, which is lightly contaminated items like tools, work clothing, containing um, no more than 1% of radioactivity in nuclear waste. So, unlike any other energy-generating industry, the nuclear sector takes full responsibility of all its waste. Many permanent disposal facilities are in operation for low- and intermediate-level waste. And facilities for high-level waste and used nuclear fuel are under implementation and facilities under construction. So, mm. only little waste is generated. So, nuclear fuel, fuel is very energy-dense. So, very little of it is required to produce immense amounts of electricity, especially when compared to other energy sources. As a result, a correspondingly small amount of waste is produced. On average, the waste from a reactor supplying a person's electricity needs for a year would be the uh, size of a brick. Only five grams is a high level. Only five grams of that brick, the size of that brick, is high level waste. About the same weight as a sheet of paper. Mm. So the, the generation of electricity from a typical... 1,000 megawatt nuclear power station, which would supply the needs of more than a million people, produces only 3 cubic meters of vitrified high-level waste per year. So only 3 cubic meters. That's a 15 by 15 by 15 cube foot. So, it's not even that fucking big when you look at it. It's... I gotta look up a size yeah. comparison. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's a fair it's like it's a fairly big, fairly decent. I mean, it's a decent size, but it's uh, you can. I mean, they have ways of of dealing with nuclear waste that we're still developing, and uh, so unfortunately, probably not developing fast enough because of course, yeah, yeah. But if if the United States went nuclear, went more like not even. You don't even have to be a hundred percent reliant on nuclear because I don't think you can be completely reliant. You're never, you're not going to get rid of petroleum anytime soon. There's too many things that are made from it. There's too many things that run off of it. But going nuclear would steer us away from it because the big thing is carbon emissions. Nuclear power produces no carbon emissions because it's not burning any fossil fuels. The smoke that goes up in the air is steam from water cooling the nuclear rods. So there's nothing, there's not even that much radioactivity in the steam, less than 1%, maybe not even close to that, maybe in the decimals, and it just dissipates into the atmosphere. Um, in comparison, a thousand watt megawatt, a thousand megawatt coal-fired plant station produces approximately 300 ton, 300,000 tons of ash and more than 6 million tons of carbon dioxide every year. Mm. So, this Jesus is, Christ. And we have this, this whole climate conference, and none of it talks about this, about nuclear. Basically, you, you have a country like Germany that's, that was at that, that COP event that's clear and we'll be done with it by, by the end of next year. And, and they've been doing this for the past 10 years. And it is, 
it's kind of amazing that a, a westernized industrial industrious country like Germany, I mean, German made things are very, you know, well made and all that. And then they do this and you're like, what are you doing? Mm. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. And it's because of the, the, they said it was partially because of the, the Merkel, by the way, uh, the Fukushima disaster that when that happened, that scared them and they're still on this course. And I, I don't understand. Uh, but I think in France, um, literally the neighbors, Emmanuel Macron says France will build new nuclear energy reactors. So I, I don't get the, the vast difference between like one country to the next. I mean, I feel like if my neighbor's doing it, like, I feel like if, if something bad happens in France, it's going to leak over to you anyway. So shit, well, just build your own at this point. <laughs> unlikely as that is to happen you know? yeah so there's also a big plus to uh, nuclear uh, fuel so although some countries most notably the UN, USA treat used nuclear fuel as waste most of the material used in the fuel can be recycled approximately 97% of the, ma of the vast majority being uranium uh, could be used as fuel in certain types of reactors so we're treating something that can be reused to minimize waste. But everyone's just shying away from it. It's ridiculous. Uh, so countries such as France, Japan, Germany, Belgium, and Russia have all used plutonium recycling to generate electricity whilst also reducing the radiological footprint of their waste. So there, there's ways to use nuclear power and have the waste be, uh, the, the radioactivity be much lower of a risk of actually hurting someone. I mean, it, 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 prolonged exposure will hurt you no matter how long you're around it. So, the sun itself is radioactive, and if it wasn't for the, the atmosphere, we would be cooked and boiled alive from radiation. Here, here's an interesting fact that I, I kind of just stumbled upon. There, uh, as of May 2021, there were 52 nuclear reactors under under construction worldwide. Um, where do you think the majority of those were built? I don't know where. You'll never guess. Who mean? Which country do you think built the most of them uh, of those 52 that are under construction this year? Japan. No. Damn. Oh. China. China? China has 14 of them. Followed by India with six. And then South Korea, then the UAE, which I wouldn't have guessed, but that's it's a, it's a step in the right direction. I mean... So they have nuclear power or... Or supplemental yeah. power. They're, gonna, they're building, uh, looks like 14 of them as of this year. Um, probably still under construction according to everything, but... Um, that's something that's not really reported on a lot. You don't really hear hear about that. That's Jesus, that's from dude. .com. It's kind of amazing that they're the ones doing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's still a massive pollution problem, but I don't know, man. New nuclear power plants. I mean, I, I don't even I don't even think when's the last time I think they said the last time one was built in the U.S. was 2016. It's kind of amazing when you think about it. Yeah, but... The whole point of, of climate change, because I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say there is no such thing. I do believe that man-made climate change is real. Oh, of course. Yeah, um, I believe it too, but I don't believe it to the extent that we're going to be extinct in 20 years. But our solutions are wrong. Yeah. Because so many people think of it as, we got to shut it off right now. That's not how it's going to work. No. You have to... Even with, you know, and they kind of agreed upon this at the COP conferences that we can't completely shut down coal. We have to phase it out. That You have to mm -hmm. slowly work yourself off of it. You can't just quit cold turkey, as nice as that would be. Oh, of uh, course. A lot of people aren't able to do that. No, no, no one is. So, and it's all about lessening the impact. It's not about, you can't, you can't shut it off, so you build more nuclear. You rely more on, on, you know, natural gas if you can, uh, especially here in the U.S. when you have massive 
natural gas reserves, and that's the least. It is a fossil fuel, and it does pollute, but it pollutes way less than any other, like petroleum or, yeah. or coal or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's the cleanest burning one that we have, and we happen to have abundance of it. I think I think the the pocket of natural gas runs like I want to say from like Virginia, maybe all the way up to like New York or something. I mean, it's huge. It's absolutely massive. That does involve fracking and. Joe Biden doesn't like fracking, although he flip-flopped on that a lot. He said he, he didn't like it, and then he got elected and said that he did like it, or he didn't mind it, whatever gets you elected. You know, mm-hmm. normal shit. They, they want to talk about their, their beautiful solutions of solar and... and but that's... It that's, also... Another thing you don't talk about with those is that they take up a, a massive amount of land. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The more the more power you need, the more of the more you need of those things, and as a result, you gotta right. you gotta kick some people off their land. You gotta buy massive amounts of land, and then you have to deforest massive amounts of land. Yep. It also just makes yeah, it just makes the landscape look terrible. And what machines do you need to level it and deforest? You need diesel. Diesel. So you're burning carbon. You're creating carbon emissions to destroy shit. You know, I mean, the as only, well as the kill only... off our <laughs> counteraction to yeah. carbon emissions. Mm-hmm. And you can't really reuse a lot of the uh, solar panels. At least not yet, because it, everything just burns out. It takes a lot. It's a long process to recycle a fucking solar plant. But that's that's the beauty of nuclear energy. Like seriously, when we that guy from the from Fallout Three in Megaton, where he's worshiping the fucking bomb. Oh yeah, that's totally gonna be you. Yes, yes, the power of the atom. Air- but friars' robes and fucking sieves yeah, sewn man. on. I'm gonna clothes. have the radioactive symbol tattooed to my ass cheeks. You're gonna have super cancer. Exactly. I'm just gonna have a lobe on the back of my neck. <laughs> I'm gonna just—it's gonna talk to me and whisper scripture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But the only carbon emissions that is produced from nuclear energy is when it's being built. And that's Which it. Which is sort of unavoidable at that point. Because yeah, it's unavoidable. Because... <laughs> yep, but once it's built, zero. And the and you can put it close to... Not too close to cities, but within driving distance of, for a full charge of a Tesla. And once you get to a your fucking job at a nuclear power plant, which is paying you buku money because it's a nuclear power plant. Oh, yeah. You can just hook your fucking Tesla right up to that bitch and then it'll charge within three three minutes. Re- I bet. Work. <laughs> and there... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to talk about one of the, 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 the numbers of one of the disasters for nuclear, which was Fukushima, which is the most recent one. Mm-hmm. It... On record, it killed 574 people, but in 2018, the Japanese government reported that one worker has since died from lung cancer as a result of exposure. No one else died directly from the disaster itself. Most people died as a result of evacuation procedures, um, just the impact of evacuation and stress and that sort of thing. And also, there was a tsunami in the area. Yeah, it was a fucking tsunami, which, you know, at that point, it's a disaster, so there's bodies everywhere. You don't know if someone died from the, you know, the meltdown of the fucking reactor or if it, first of all, no one dies from radiation that quickly unless you're like face up with the rods with the the fucking reactor core. And I'm not sure if that ever happened. Oh, look, they're so pretty. Well, I mean, the Soviets shot an AK-47 at the, um, at the elephant's foot at Chernobyl. Oh, um, they just like fuck it. Let's just shoot the damn. Let's see what it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> shoot it. <laughs> There's no way this can go wrong, Hal. I don't know, Fred. I mean, I guess the worst that could happen is maybe some bullets enter it, ricochet out, and now you have a nuclear bullet 
traveling towards you. That wouldn't be a good thing. Melting through concrete. Mm. But then you, you have a 50-50 shot of becoming Superman, so... But only if you survive. You and the other half is just... Is the other half just getting cancer. Um, super cancer. Super yeah, just... In either, your bullet wound. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you're a family man, but I, I, don't, I don't necessarily... Uh, but nuclear, it's good. It is, it is, it is. Super good. Just because there was a few hiccups along the way for the development of it. I mean, you can't even blame... Fukushima should not even be a fucking example because it's not a man... It was not a man-made disaster. No, it was a natural fucking disaster. Chernobyl was a man-made disaster because that was a poorly designed Soviet fucking slave-built facility you know, ran by people who didn't know what they were doing in the first place. Also, and run. Time point perspective, that was like, what, 36 years ago? Something like that? 35, 36 years ago? 1986. Yeah, do you know any piece of technology from that long ago that we still, like, that isn't massively upgraded since then? I mean... All of nuclear, right? All of the, the, the technology that we use now would be used in running a nuclear power plant. That is well, yeah. that's real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess not every country is, is the same with that, but if you're living in a Western country like France, which is building new ones, and like some of the newer ones in the United States, is that they are, are very state-of-the-art and top-of-the-line, and you have massive amounts of regulations to make sure something like that doesn't happen. Those events kind of have to happen. You kind of, have, unfortunately, you kind of have to have a Chernobyl or a Fukushima because you learn from it and then you make sure yep. it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's anything. That's with like plane crashes. That's with like, you know, uh, medical disaster, medical emergencies, you know, viruses. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. You need, you, kinda have to you, you need tough times in order to learn from them because if you don't have tough times, it's. You're gonna get lazy. You're gonna procrastinate. You're gonna ah, I'll I'll check yeah. the I'll check the bolts on the suspension bridge tomorrow. Nothing will happen. Oh okay. yeah, sure. Cause that's a normal <laughs> fucking thought. Gotta gotta changes how you think when you're crossing a Walt Whitman there. <laughs> fucking Christ, bud. You, you know that fucking thing sways, right? Yeah. They all sway. They're supposed to sway. Yeah. They found they they found, they found that the hard way. There's <laughs> one uh, in Seattle from where it's just like extreme like going up and down the wind and then it collapsed. No, I didn't. I didn't see anything. It, it, it's amazing that we actually have video of it from so long ago. It's like in Seattle there was a, a bridge that was not built right, mm-hmm. and it yep. was uh, swaying in the wind, and it eventually collapsed from all that swaying, like extreme bang, like you would not be able to stand upright. Wow. Um, the only casualty was a dog in a car, which was very sad. Um, they tried to get the dog out, but the dog was terrified and tried to bite the guy saving him. Sure, of the dog for the thumbnail, sir. Just in his last moments, looking out the window of that car. That that dog would have supported nuclear power that existed by the time that he died. Exactly. It's one more hit for nuclear power gone from this world. The thing about nuclear is that from a because when I was growing up, I, I don't know about you guys, but I wasn't really taught much about it. Only like vaguely, so I really had no clue. I'm like, oh yeah, it was that thing that. Like, that I, and it was only like a couple of years ago that I really started with that. This is actually, it's much better than I ever thought it was. That and The Simpsons. Because that's all you ever saw was Homer messing up all the time on The Simpsons and, and having nuclear waste dripping everywhere. Yeah. That, that, oh, that did it too. That shaped how big of a fuck up he was. Inadvertently, you associated a nuclear power plant with being unsafe from, from years of, of that show, uh, of The Simpsons. 
that's kind of my take there. Why couldn't he have been a baker? Yeah. <laughs> then nobody would cook food. We'd all starve. <laughs> exactly. We could just eat the grass off the ground like the cows. Yeah, see? Grazing. Get your nutrients and fiber that way. Reject mod- modernity. Embrace cow. Exactly. Cow also pollute with their farts. Oh yeah, that's pure fucking methane. <laughs> so uh, that's why that's why I eat them to save the environment. What the fuck? You? I'm a climate cow. warrior. Respect my sacrifice. <laughs> he eats cow farts. The man runs on methane. Run! Don't knock him until you try him. <laughs> He's just fucking cow farts. <laughs> All right, Bessie, let her rip. Oh, that's gross. Gross, but it's saving me, James. All right, then. It has that whole collection of Brazilian fart porn under his bed. Okay, what? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the goal of I think we also you have to sort of train like sort of teach the next generation of of our children that it's not a dangerous thing. It's not. It's not. I mean, but, you, you can parody the uh, the mistakes of the past, but that's about it. But yeah. don't don't say like these mistakes haven't been learned from like. It's impossible that people haven't. There's, there's no way that scientists, you know, supporting nuclear energy, failed and just gave up on it. Like seriously, more people have died from fossil fuels than ever than all of fucking nuclear. It's about uh, uh, where, where was that number? I had you actually like, had that number? It was like three hundred and fifty times or something. Some, some ridiculous number, like, like. Like more deaths, yeah. It was uh, nuclear is still much lower than the death rate from fossil fuels, three hundred and fifty times lower than coal. God. So there's that. Fuck. Um, so nuclear kills less, produces more energy. Less. <laughs> yeah, it kills way less, produces more energy, produces less waste. The waste that is produced is much more manageable. And I'll deal with some some nuclear waste if if it's not like going into the atmosphere, which I think is our biggest problem right now. Yeah, if that's a bit, I'm telling you this. This is why I think it's a fucking joke when it comes to the climate change. It could it it's probably it I'm not like we said we're not saying that it doesn't exist, but no, to it these does. these leaders are in a position where they see this data, they have their advisors, they have all these scientists, they have all this information <laughs> put in front of them. They know exactly what's going on. And yet they 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 just they're putting on a show, I swear to God. You you can't sit there and tell me this is a grave emergency. Yeah. And we gotta act now or our future generations are gonna die. Mm-hmm. And then you ignore the easiest solutions. Yeah. The ones we have. They're not perfect. No. We're not going to have perfect solutions for, for likely another century. No. Even. No. And I want my children to grow up in a, in a nice world, but mm-hmm. you're not taking the easy way out here. You're taking the complicated one. Yeah. Where exactly. You're also trying to tax the hell out of people to support a climate bill that's probably... Whatever, you know, Green New Deal bullshit that's that's not that has nothing that doesn't even say the word nuclear in it almost it's 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 just it's it's infuriating. Like I'll, I'll say oh, that yeah. it's it's actually frustrating that I get lectured to all the time about being an evil conservative I care about the environment. I want you to use these solutions that we have. They're not. So don't look at me. I, I I laid out my here's what I say we should do. You know, yeah. You're, yep. you're saying we we gotta eat the sun and and blow wind into giant fans. That's that's gonna power cities of millions of people. 
go right ahead. Of course. I mean, we got to get to a point. We got to wean wean off. We got to slowly transition to nuclear power to get away from petroleum. Petroleum will still be used for production because you got to think all our cars use petroleum. It'll be used for another probably century. Yeah, it'll probably. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Century. Maybe. I mean, because they they the the peak oil thing they keep putting it back now and then so you don't i don't know i think now it's like 2050 or yeah. something that will reach the peak amount of oil but then they might change it again so uh there's these are all estimates they don't really know exactly how much is down there yeah sure it's gonna run out eventually but oh that's, yeah that's another thing we have yeah we have no idea how much oil's left in the in in the the earth we have no we know idea. we have a lot we have we have a lot but it's not enough to last another millennium. Just exactly. Well, a millennium is like a thousand years. Yeah, so that's I mean, a thousand years. So I don't even know if our society will be around a thousand years. Well, to be honest, societies have fallen and risen again within with within. They have their cycles, and if it falls, it'll just rise again. And hopefully, the next fucking band of idiots will do the right thing instead of you know this shit. So I'm no doubt society will, if you build a nuclear reactor, fucking Chernobyl will outlast the next three societies. That oh yeah, Chernobyl is going to be inhabitable in the next maybe ten thousand years. Possibly. It's, actually, the 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 levels of radiation have been dropping drastically more, it, a lot faster than you think. I mean, and there's animals that live there and they're not really affected by it. But our Horribly fucking mutated is the question. No, they aren't. There are. Are you sure? Maybe a while ago. Maybe uh, remember the guy who was uh fuck river monsters. Remember that dude? Yeah. He went fishing there, somewhere cl very close to the site of Chernobyl. So this this is the point with with nuclear rea nuclear reactors. I think it's within a certain. Maybe it's a certain distance from the center, from the core of it, a certain radius from where it's very, very radioactive. And the outside of that radius is just minimal. There's radiation still there, but it's not as dense and it's not as potent. So mm. there's like pockets of it or okay. it's not as, as bad as you think it is. But there is definitely a center, an epicenter of it that is highly radioactive and that part is closed off but it's not as big as you think and river monsters went there and they're, they're, some of the I mean, everything's been wild it's untouched it's been regressed back to, to nature so there's no mutants that I've noticed <laughs> no one's been you know fucking talking about it it is in Ukraine and it's near the border of Belarus so Maybe that's why all the people from Belarus are leaving. That's probably the only area that Russia will not invade. <laughs> when they invade. they yeah. just go, <laughs> just go right around it. Fuck that yeah. shit. <laughs> Listen, uh, you can keep that area. We'll take everything else. Uh, you can take the mutants. Uh, we, we, we will. <laughs> we owned that once before. We, we don't want. <laughs> No, no, no. You see, we accidentally built a reactor on your side of the border. <laughs> Isn't that funny, too? Like, the Ukrainians already hate the Russians, and then it's like, oh, yeah, this relic of the Soviets, evil empire yeah. that controlled you for decades is, yeah. is still there. They had to build a new containment unit for it recently. Yeah, because it's it's it actually started um, fires again, so... Yeah, I wasn't fucking... supposed to last right. that long. I mean, they were just like, shit, build a fucking box over it. Hurry up. That's all they were. They were just pouring. They were throwing, like, fucking raw materials down that fucking thing. Like, no tomorrow. Thousands of tons of concrete were poured on top of it. And apparently that wasn't effective. No. I don't know, man. Well, it was for a time, and, and now we got the big dome on it. So now it's it's good. Yee yee. Just one big old lead yeah, dome. Okay. Just don't go inside. Dome Depot. Ding. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else for our nuclear power hour? 
What? Gary? Do you what? have anything else for our, uh, Gary? Go ahead. I said, yeah, Dome Depot. As soon as the doors open, it melts your face. Uh, <laughs> nothing beats our prices except the nuclear that melts your face. Except the sweet, hot embrace of death. Okay, so I'll reiterate this one more time. Um, nuclear power has so many positives right now uh, versus fossil fuel powered plants. So the generation of electricity from a typical 1,000 megawatt nuclear power station, which, which would supply the needs of more than a million people more than a million produces only three cubic meters of vitrified, vitrified high-level waste per year. If the fuel is recycled, so that's the only that's that's the only big problem is that we're not seeing the use of the fuel that's been used already. So we can recycle it. It loses its potency, I would think, because it's been it's being reused. So it might burn off or have to be changed out quicker than fresh fuel but it can still be used versus a thousand megawatt coal fired plant station which produces approximately 300,000 tons of ash and more than 6 million tons of carbon dioxide every year that is the thing we're trying to get away from so that come on almost zero carbon dioxide carbon emissions produced from nuclear power plants. The only time it's produced is when it's being built and when you're mining for the fuel. And mining unless you start developing unless when nuclear power creates a when a more a uh, reliance and leniency on nuclear power gives you the opportunity to build um, and develop batteries that'll last longer that we can actually use for construction equipment to get them away from diesel um, powered and petrol powered so once we get to a certain point we'll be able to actually redevelop the way so many vehicles are used so we can get away from fossil fuels and go more electric but everything's going to be mined, so no matter what, you're using resources from the earth, and you have to dig through the earth to get those resources, and that's just that's just a given. So this is really <clears throat> it's it's for the better. Like there's only a few hiccups within the development of nuclear power, and one was a natural disaster, and the other was just poor design and it was cheaply built. So that's the Soviet Union for you. Everything was quick, quickly developed, quickly built, and you learn from their mistakes. So that's it. And Fukushima was, it would have been fine if it wasn't for the tsunami and the earthquake that happened that year that smashed and destroyed a lot of Japan. So that's that, you can't blame, it's not man-made, so just leave that be. And we have consistently kept, the United States has consistently kept their carbon emissions around 5,000 metric tons per the last 30 years versus China going from 2,000 metric tons in 1990 to 10, 11,000 metric tons burned every, every almost, yeah, per year, per that year. Per 2017, <clears throat> China burned 10,877 metric tons of fossil fuels. That was the carbon emissions. So that's that's the amount of emissions that was polluted into the air. So a 355% jump from 1990 to 2017 versus uh, the United States' 0.4% increase. So there's there's how's there even an argument? China, twenty nine point thirty four percent of the world's 
fossil fuel emissions. United States, 13.77. We're not perfect, but we're not one of the worst. We, we're up there, but China's building more and more coal and fossil fuel power plants. Just laughing in the faces of everyone that flew the Glasgow burning fossil fuels to talk about fossil fuels being burned because the carbon emissions are destroying the earth but you have to burn fossil fuels to get to Glasgow to talk about it if that doesn't make sense to you then congratulations you can actually rationally think but if you think they're actually giving a shit about the planet then you're, you're mistaken Germany's getting rid of n nuclear power plants in favor of fossil fuels when they're the most flawed and nuclear power and is one of the top dogs in, in green energy. Everyone's worried about nuclear waste. It shouldn't be something to be afraid of. Everything is a risk. And that's just how it's gonna be. It really is. It's just it's just that's that's how it's gonna be. So with that I'll end it right there. Everything's a risk. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate everything. Uh, all the support, man. It really does mean a lot to us. And I hope you like, share, and follow us on all our platforms. Go on Facebook. I manage that. So just <clears throat> comment, interact with me. I don't, I'll, I'll do a discussion if you want to talk about nuclear power. I have no problem with that. Go ahead. I, I'm pro-nuclear power. If you're not, that's up to you. But we need something that's sustainable that will give us the breathing room to create something better. So we need something to give us a safety net. And it's not fossil fuels. We'll still need it. We'll start, a lot of our products need it. So the majority of things that you use in your daily life are made from fossil fuels. But that's it. So uh, thank you for joining. What we will, I guess, the first of, of I guess we'll probably do a couple of these at some point specials about one specific topic because uh, I think they're interesting. Mm -hmm. It's like our own little TED talks. Oh yeah. Uh, although none of us are named Ted. Mm. <laughs> Call it something else. Uh, one day, the ultimate boss bath of the TED Talk is when Ted himself comes out to talk. Ted Kaczynski? No. No, he said enough. <laughs> he has said <laughs> enough. Yes. His actions have spoken enough. Nah. Uh, anyway, this is episode nine. Thanks for tuning in. Um, thank you for listening. Of course, thank you for please share with your buddies and with maybe the presidents and world leaders so they can listen. They won't listen. Yes, uh, please share everything. Share with your everything, buddies. everything, not everything, but but just this, just this, just this, and all and the previous eight episodes. Uh, we don't ask for much. We don't even ask for your money yet. Oh, don't make that. Now we just lost fuck, fucking Not until we get those naked pictures of Topher. <laughs> oh, that'll be so bad. He's going to start an Only Goats. Yeah. Only Goats? <laughs> it's the <laughs> only fans of the Middle East. Oh, God. <laughs> now you're being a racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's not being, it's being now old. nuclear will never will never come into being because we tarnished our name oh sure yeah. two versions of the men who stare at goats okay that's very bad of you alright please Check us out on American POV on Twitter and on Facebook where you can listen to new episodes as they are posted. You mm -hmm. can also go on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Anchor, and perhaps someday Apple. Um, but they probably don't like us, maybe? That might be the reason why. They're just... They're afraid of the truth. 
Yeah. I'm coming for you, Tim Apple. Tim Apple will know my vengeance. What the fuck? That's his name, and I'm not calling him anything else. Macintosh, boy. Macintosh, boy. All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbyes.